doesn't just create everything but brings everything into existence and therefore it can't exist without him. So Rachel Gimel says the other way around. Even if we wouldn't, we would have the possible think that everything which has been created uh, wouldn't exist. If there wouldn't, all the created items which Hashem has created wouldn't exist, it wouldn't affect Hashem. Which means Hashem isn't dependent on what is created. He's, he's, not, he's not separate and his existence is not based on the existence of everything else. Why? They all need him, he doesn't need any of them. What well, he says, which means uh, the, his existence or the absoluteness of his existence is different to everything else because nothing else exists on its own. It only exists because Hashem's created to exist. And therefore, it could, it, there's a possibility of it non-existing. Whereas the Kaddish Baruch Hu, his existence isn't based on anything else, and therefore there's no possibility of Kiel of Hashem not existing. Isn't existence something physical? It's something we see as physical, but there's a spiritual existence as well. Love exists, but it's not physical. Yeah, it's okay, it's not in the form of map that we talk about, but it has a cue. Now, the, the proof for that is partial. Uh, and that is, if we, uh, the, all the three things Ram said so far is all based on this one logical proof which is brought in the Chavis uh, and it all revolves around the same side. And that is that there's only two options if we look at the world, if we look at the Bria. The one is, it always existed or it was created. And if it was created, it must be created by something else because it's a very logical premise, things don't create themselves. It can't, it's impossible. Something can't, no, something can't exist to create itself. What, 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 what was there before it created itself? It has to, it, either it always existed, or if it was created, there must be something else which created it. That's the first point. And then the derivative of that is that if, this, if this, this, there was something who created it, then it has to have been the creator didn't need the thing he created. Because if he did, how would it have existed without it? So, for example, there's no possibility of humans creating humans. Uh, what would it, how, how, where did it start from? He has to have existed to create something, but if he needed to create himself, then he didn't exist. And similarly, there's no possibility of saying that humans created oxygen. Because since it's a necessity for life, so the human wouldn't have lived without that. So, that, the, if you're going to talk about a creator creating something, it means that the creator existed before the creation, and the creator didn't need what he created, or else he wouldn't be able to exist without it. And therefore, the, the premise that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the creator, he calls the Matsurishan, means that number one, he's not something which can be created himself, because that's the case who created him. And therefore, if, uh, he himself isn't something which could be created, he's something which always has to have been. And number two, he doesn't need anything he created, because if he would have needed it, then how did it exist before it? And therefore, the, all the three points are said, as best all revolve around the same rule. Being as the world's created, it must have had a creator. The creator is something who doesn't need the world, and the creator is something which wasn't created himself. He must have always been there. 
that and therefore the, that's what he says the world is totally the creator the creator is not totally in the world and MS means who the Vada MS, the Aina Acha MS Kamita. That's what we talk about Hashem being MS, being absolute, which means that it's something which isn't dependent on anything else. It's, it's MS in its own right, it's, uh, and it's, uh, therefore it's not based on any other factors, it's absolute. And this is different to the way that Nefeshachayim and the Varatanya and all the other. Before Hashem who discussed this pasuk of Enel Milvad, they learn it. Ram is saying something much more, I can say, much more basic. And that is Enel Milvad means that there's nothing which exists like he exists. Not like they want to say that nothing exists besides him and therefore no other existence is real. But in the terms of, 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 of real existence, which means existence which is absolute and isn't affected by anything, only a Kaddish Baruch can have that existence. Everything else which was created means its existence is dependent on its creator. So it can exist, but existing in a way of which isn't absolute. Whereas HaKadosh Baruch Hu's existence is absolute. He's not dependent on anything else. Which is the way that I'm explaining it, and therefore we don't need to get into the discussion of how do we view, uh, so to speak, everything else existing when only Hashem exists. It means it exists in a different way. It exists as a creation, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu exists as a creator. They, they, don't, they don't overlap in any at all. Now, so therefore the, the starting point, what I'm called the Yisoyed, is uh, the Yisoyed that the first, the first Ikra of the Yemana. HaKadosh Baruch was, was, was the creator, and everything was created, and uh, therefore everything is dependent on Hashem, and Hashem isn't dependent on anything else. Basically the first Ikra of the Yemana. Now, having described that, now that I'm just going to, uh, going to a, a description of what Hashem does. And therefore he says, The this this being which was the creator which from which everything began, we call him the Now, what are these two titles we're giving Hashem? The the God of the world, the master of the land. What do those two titles imply? So let's look at what he says. This will be finished. Who are manning the galgal, the koyach, shayin the kais v'tachis? He makes the planets. He makes the solar system turn. With and the koyach that needs to move planets to move you know, galaxies is a koyach shayin the kais v'tachis without any shear to how much koyach it needs. The koyach shayin the hefsek it never stops. Why? Shagalgal soyev tamid. V'yefesh yasu b'leim yisadim. The gold, the galgal is always turning, which means the planets, the solar system is always moving, and it's impossible for that to happen without something which makes it turn. The force which is making the entire the the entire universe spin on its axis revolve around each other is from Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and obviously not doing it physically by using his hands to push it, but he's making it happen. And that's uh, that's Hakadosh Baruch Hu's koyach. Which uh, we see in cosmic terms, in, in, in universal movement, the way that the whole, the whole solar system, the whole system of the stars and all the other planets, everything moves, turns. That's all assumed by Hashem's Now, why is why is, why is I'm going to this? In other words, if he started by saying that Hashem's Baruch is called the Leika Olam Adam Kol So now, why is he going to talk about 
the strength that it takes to, you know, to turn, turn it around, to, to make the system work. Well, let, let me ask the question a little bit better. What's I'm coming to from? Obviously, I'm saying is this is an important point to understand as a basis. It means, like in everything else, he was coming to to dis- disagree with a position which there had been other religions or philosophies which held up. And now he's coming to explain that this is the MS. Just like in the previous things. There were those religions or philosophies that held the world always existed. There were those religions or philosophies that held that Hashem manifested the world and disappeared and not left it alone. Well, all the points Roman says is coming to argue with the mistaken beliefs that there might have been. So where we're here is there a mistaken belief which Ram is coming to disagree with and explain to us that it's not like that. Now, the aside, the aside here is like this. And that is, and this was a, a, an argument which was propounded by the Greeks and by a number of other uh, religions or thinkers, if you want to call them. And that is that it's true that the world had to have been created. It's true that the world had to have been created, but there's no reason why it couldn't have been created in such a way where it's now in the cycle which runs itself. It's now in the cycle which runs itself. And therefore, uh, it was created very well, it was created to perfection, and now it works in a perfect loop, in a perfect system which will just repeat itself again and again. Just like you had to give a marshal, a person could create a piece of machinery which now runs itself. I don't have to be there the whole time to run it, it can take care of itself. And therefore, one would say the same thing about the Bayre. And that is that the Bayre created the system. He created it to run perfectly on track, and now it's running on its track. It's doing its own thing. Why does it have to be that the Bayre is still involved in running it the whole time? Now, the first part of the question he already answered. And that is because you're not talking about uh, objects which exist that I can put into place. You're talking about a case where I have to provide the Kayak which makes the object, objects the whole time. And therefore, it's true, if you're talking about something, let's say, that you're going to build out of wood or stone, and now it can stay whatever it's doing without me to, but something which, in, which requires a constant injection of power to make it run, so I can't run by itself, it needs a power source. And therefore I have to keep providing the power. And therefore if we say everything in the world is bad, Sam, because it's creating energy, force, and that, keeps, that needs to be maintained the whole time. So that's the case. So then... Hakash Baruch was involved the whole time. He has to give it that life. He has to give it to Kayach the whole time. That's what I remember he said beforehand. But now he's saying a second point. And the second point is something important to us because it's something that the repeats in the first of the Animamid. When he talks about the Bayre, he says, Which means there's two parts to Hashem is doing. There's Bayre, he's creating them, and there's Manhig, which means he's directing them. And it's not the same thing. Because what we spoke about until now is the fact that Hashem is a Bayre. He's a creator. And the creator means to, to give the force to the atoms to hold together, to create matter the way it is, to ensure it's going to remain like that, not just disintegrate into Torah again. And everything Hashem created, which is a living, breathing, acting being, is being created the whole time by Hashem. That's true. That's what we call Hashem is the Bayre. But now we see a second point. Hashem is the Manik. And a manic is not just I create things, but I get them to do what I want them to do. I direct them. Because it would be very possible to think, and there were those who did things like this, and that is Hashem creates everything, but He doesn't involve Himself in what those things do. So the dogma, as an example, Hashem creates a man, creates a person. So for sure Hashem has to 
give the force the whole time to his body to work and to grow and to develop and to act the way the body is meant to act. But now, what the decisions the man makes and what the man does with his life and what the man works and achieves, grows, falls, whatever it might be, that's up to him. Hashem is not involved in that. You know, Hashem could still be creating him, but creating him in a way where he's a free reign to do what he wants. And so everything else in the breath. Hashem might have created it, but now he leaves it to its own devices to do what it wants. That's the second part of the Emunah. It's not like that. Hashem isn't just a boy, right? Hashem is a manik. And a manik means he's directing things. Having created them, he now directs them to do what he wants. And therefore, there's no such thing as uh, things left to their own devices to do what they want to do. No, Akadosh Baruch is directing them. And Hashem is making sure that things do or, or, or within the parameters of what he wants them to do. And obviously we're going to have to ask the question, so how do people do things wrong? Okay, Mazashin will get to that, I'm going to talk about that. But before that, he wants to prove this point. And that is that it's not just HaKadosh Baruch who causes things to exist, he gets them to do what he wants as well. Which means he makes them, he makes them, do, um, he makes them act the way he wants them to act. That's what's called a manic. And that's what he's quoting here in the Russian of the Yadah Chazaka, what he calls here the Adain Kala Aretz. Adain Kala Aretz is the master of the world. Which means I'm going to make a master basically issues orders and the servants listen. And therefore, it's not just that Akadish Baruch Hu is the first point. Elayka Ha'olam is the source of life of the world, the God of the world, which makes the world exist. He's also that Adayim Kalaret, he's the master. And therefore, he's going to issue orders and the world's going to obey those orders. He's going to direct and the world's going to listen. And that's what he brought arrived from the God. And that is that in even the biggest things we know, which are the planets, which are the solar systems, which are the stars, enormous, enormous, enormous bodies. But the mice they follow direction. Hashem tells them what to do and they do it. And therefore, it's not that Hashem is, like he said, below Yad, below God. It's not like Hashem is pushing them with his hands, he's directing them. And they're going to follow what he tells them to do. Um, and that's what it means, he's manig. He says, Jesus is Hashem, manig. Or manig a galgal, he directs the galgal. He directs it. He makes things happen the way he wants them to happen. That's the force, that shows a second element. And that is, it's not just Hashem creates things. But Hashem is the Koyach to make him do what he wants to. And if you don't take a raya from the biggest things that are in the Bria, which are the solar systems, which are the Milky Ways, which are the uh, the galaxies, and that, 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 that things of that enormous magnitude, they do exactly what Hashem wants them to do. So you see the Koyach of the Manik. You see the fact that Hashem can direct things to do what he wants. Now, so that's the side of the Emunah. Just to answer the question, I'll finish with this. Maybe it's a system which is running itself. Where do you see? Maybe I shouldn't give it a Kayach, and he's not involved anymore. It's a system which is working on its own track. The answer is, if it would be exactly the same the whole time, then it could be a system, maybe. We could have the Havimir, that's a system which is working on its own track. But if we see that there are changes, and there are, then we have to say there's no system which is working fully on its own track, because you see that it doesn't follow the track the whole time. Can't explain everything scientifically. They can give explanations to the Acha Maisa. I'm But it's not a system which they can predict. If something's a perfect system, which means it's going to work in an in a absolute pattern again and again and again because it's confined to working on the track, so you can predict exactly what's going to happen. And in some areas we can. In some areas we can because Hashem, right, Hashem created some systems to work in a way which follows an exact track again and again and again. But the things in the Bria, we'll talk about Hashem in the next slide, the things in the Bria which don't have an exact track, such as the rain, 
such as the length of a person's life. It's, uh, these, are, they're, they're, these are things which, by definition, are unpredictable, and therefore we see that it's not working with the track. It's working with Hashem is making it happen. And the same thing when he talks about the Galgal, not everything is in an absolutely perfect orbit. There are things, like we said, the stars which blown out, and there's new stars which are formed, and things which are separate from each other, and then, uh, there's lots of other uh, random aspects to uh, understanding the astronomy. And that shows us that it's not something which is completely confined to a, a system which is just going to repeat itself indefinitely. It's a Kodesh Baruch making the Galgal turn and making things happen the way he wants them to happen. And that's the ride to the second part of the Mother. But not just as Hashem of Boire, which means everything exists because of him, but he, they, he makes everything do what he wants. Everything doesn't what Hashem wants. That means he's the manic. He's the leader. He's the director. And when I'm so this, the Gemara says, Even the mighty sign and stars, they bow down to Hashem, which means they take orders. He directs them. And that's the two parts of the Mona. The first part of the Mona is the Bayre, the second part of the Mona is the Manik. We say about who Bayre, Manik, the Chalabran. And therefore, who also lies to the Yasin, the Between those two things, he creates everything and gets to do what he wants. That's, that's how everything happens. Within the within the framework within the plan that Hakadosh Baruch Hu set, these two things together that I'm going to say in the next halacha is the mitzvah asli of Emunah. The starting point of Emunah is understanding that Hakadosh Baruch Hu is the Bore and Hashem is the Manik. Okay.